All right, I promise it's not too early to get our brains functioning and working. So with regard to the scientific method, uh, which step do you guys know? Do you guys know, is it a five step, a six step, seven step? Which, guys, which ones have you guys learned? Seven, seven step? Okay. All right, well, we're going to simplify it. Uh, the one that I learned, right? So just uh, in one word, uh, each of the steps, right? Observation, then asking a question, formulating a hypothesis, making a prediction, and then testing or verifying those results. So what does this have to do with our relationship with Jesus and the deep joy and happiness that Jesus wants for us? Well, this is related to uh, another Spanish priest that we know of this period, St. Ignatius of Loyola. And he's all about verifying our experience. Have any of you done this before with regard to your own experience of something that I think about or a certain type of behavior and being able to apply this to the scientific method or applying the scientific method to our own experience? Now, this would be one of the best pieces of advice I could have ever have given to myself basically at your age and it would have saved me so much trouble and so much heartache so let's let me uh, take you back to uh, my world so let's take an example of a certain thought that I would have had and that would have been something that I was accustomed to doing and that would be like judgmental and hateful thoughts towards people Now, it's obviously not good. I'm not condoning it. But let's go back. If I were given this advice, okay, Edward, I want you to examine the fact that you have these critical thoughts, these hateful thoughts, judgmental thoughts towards others. And to ask, ask Jesus directly, Jesus, how does that make me feel? Right now, I notice that I'm really, really miserable. So maybe the hypothesis is maybe there's an actual connection. The fact that I'm really miserable and feeling really, really depressed has to do with these judgmental thoughts that I've formulated and that I've given into. And so if I notice, if I pay attention to these type of patterns and I notice actually there is a connection that having certain thoughts and uh, consenting to them actually leads to me being miserable. And I'm able to test that and to verify that. And that would let me know, like, you know what? I don't want to be miserable. First of all, I shouldn't want to sin. But sometimes Jesus has to work with lesser motives. So often, what motivates would have motivated me back then is I don't want to feel miserable. And if you were to tell me there's a way not to feel miserable, then let's try something different. So that's kind of one of the definitions of insanity or being crazy is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Let me give you another example. So this would have been a behavior. Thankfully, I didn't play too many video games, but I played my share of video games. So I remember uh, an observation. Hmm, again, why is it that I am feeling so empty and lacking purpose and meaning and feeling so utterly depressed and miserable right now? Could it have to do something with something that I've done? So again, right, we understand cause and effect. In our lives, very much, there's, a, there's an association and there's a connection. You know, usually when we're feeling a certain way, it's not just totally randomly. Very often, there's a certain link. 
So we want to pay attention. We want to think at a deeper level and to be mindful of this. And again, if you were to have taken me back to, I don't know, 6th, 8th grade, ninth, 10th grade, and I would have said, hmm, Jesus, why am I feeling so miserable and depressed right now? What was just the, the preceding activity? And I would have said, oh, does it have anything to do with the fact that I've just played like four hours of video games and I feel, feel mindless and I feel like I don't have any meaning and purpose in my life? And I can test that and verify. And sure enough, if I were to have gone back, I would say, you know what? There's actually a pattern to this. And I don't want to feel this way. And so I want to try something different. Now, we can do this for all sorts of things. Another, Another example of this would have been the fact that I would have been so obsessed about getting things, buying things, or just thinking about my own needs. Or another thing that would have caused me a lot of anxiety would be being very self-conscious. Being very self-conscious of my appearance and how are other people perceiving me, right? And to ask, where does that lead to? What type of fruit does that bear? Is there a cause and effect to the fact that I am so self-conscious and I'm kind of enslaved to this pattern of thinking and it's leading to certain results? to anxiety and paralysis. And sure enough, if you were to have asked me back then, and if I were to ask Jesus, Jesus, is there any connection between the fact that I'm so self-absorbed and so caught up in myself and thinking that the world revolves around me, that it's leading to anxiety or panic and a lot of depression and discouragement? And sure enough, there would have been an association. And if I were to have been... If someone would have guided me through these steps in making these connections of cause and effect and certain thoughts are toxic and devastating and are not the type of thoughts that Jesus wants us to be nourished by. And if I had another way out, I would have become aware that this is not the path to the life-giving joy that Jesus wants for me. So we are not too young to think at a very deep level. I want you to apply the scientific method to your experience. So basically start with how you feel interiorly. You know, your feelings actually are really important and it's a really good barometer for how the Lord is speaking to us. And St. Ignatius of Loyola talks a lot about this, right? Of consolation and desolation. We need to understand what he's talking about. But if I ever feel, hmm, I'm feeling really miserable right now, or I'm feeling very confused, or discouraged, or depressed, or anxious, and we can ask, Jesus, why am I feeling that way? Is there some root cause to this experience? Is there some antecedent activity? Perhaps it's because I've been looking at my phone and, uh, and had like five hours of screen time. Maybe there's a connection there. Or maybe it's because I'm so self-absorbed and thinking about myself and my own needs and my own desires. Or maybe it's because I've had these judgmental thoughts. Whatever that might be, I'm inviting you to talk to Jesus about it. Don't just think about it by yourself, but ask Jesus, Jesus, what's going on in my heart right now? Formulating a hypothesis with Jesus and with Jesus prayerfully examining it. And if we can think at a deeper level and we make certain connections that certain type of thoughts or certain actions or behaviors leads to not happiness, 
Well, we can say, I don't want that. I don't want to keep sabotaging myself. I want to break this. So Jesus, what's an alternative? What's a grace-filled strategy here today? Today, we want to ask Jesus for that grace and to know that he comes and he makes himself present truly here at this altar to give us himself, to give us an inheritance of eternal life and eternal joy beginning right here, right now.